Welcome to Beyond the News. The federal government has for the first time reacted to the allegations that the Minister of Communication and Digital Economy, Issa Pantami, made statements in the past which supported extremist groups. The government's reaction was contained in a press statement released by the Senior Special Assistant to the President on Media, Garbashehu, on Thursday evening. Since those comments were made public last week, the minister has been facing backlash on social media, with several Nigerians, including the governor of River State in Isongwike, calling for his resignation. Now in his defense, the president says, and I quote, The minister has rightly apologized for what he said in the early 2000s. The views were absolutely unacceptable then and would be equally unacceptable today were he to repeat them but he will not repeat them, for he has publicly and permanently condemned his earlier utterances as wrong. End of quote. Also implying that the campaign for the minister to resign or be sacked was a deliberate plot, the presidency also alleged that some ICT companies approached newspaper editors to induce them to pressure the minister with a smear campaign. Commenting on all of this today are Somto Onuchuku, a telecoms businessman and public policy analyst, and Demola Adeko, a media and communications expert. Here's what they think. In one of Pantami's lectures published by Human Angle in 2004, where he defended the activities of a world-renowned terror group Al-Qaeda and other terrorist organizations in the Middle East, he stated his support for the establishment of Islamic government in Nigeria. It was revealed in that report that the only grounds where Pantami and the founder of Boko Haram disagreed was on the method of achieving this Islamic government. While Yusuf, the founder of Boko Haram, is of the opinion that Muslims should not participate in government but instead fight the system violently and enthrone Sharia, Pantami adopted a slogan, Ashiga. Agiara, which means to participate in governance until you get enough power to dismantle the entire system and replace it with Sharia law. Or you can simply say to get in and fix it. So you see, it is the same ideology. The question is, who else in the APC regime thinks Sharia government should be established all over Nigeria? The answer is General Muhammad Buhari who in 2001 declared his total commitment to Sharia movement and said, and I quote, God willing, we will not stop the agitation for the total implementation of Sharia in the whole Nigeria. That is an extremist view if we are not pretending as a country. Now you can begin to understand why Pantami refused to resign in the face of heavy proof that he held terrorist views. It is because he is there on a mission. He has gone into the government, as their slogan suggests, he has gotten enough power and the next thing will be to dismantle the entire system and replace it with Sharia law, which he has been doing. Recently, it was also revealed that all programs which include empowerment schemes of communications ministry under Pantami is aired exclusively through an Islamic TV station on YouTube. Not the national TV, NTA, not channels TV, nor any of the popular stations, the major stations, but exclusively Afriki TV, which shows only Islamic programs. You see where this is going. Also, now you can see why the presidency backed him to remain in office. 
The president himself holds same extremist views that they are claiming Pantami held when he was a teenager. Note that Pantami was above 30 when he said all that he said. He was not a teenager. APC has shown their ideology. It is looking at all of us in the face. It is religious extremism and terrorism. They are shielding a self-confessed extremist in government with flimsy excuses. They also have Bashar Ahmad, who is a PA to the president, who at one time publicly declared that blasphemers against his God should be killed. The presidency's claims that Pantami is a victim of council culture sponsored by IT firms holds no water, as I do not see how that is of any concern to ordinary Nigerians who are direct victims of the religious terrorism Pantami stands for. Pantami is not the presidency. Pantami is not Nigeria. He is not the only one that can run the Ministry of Communications in Nigeria. There are many qualified Nigerians that can continue from where he stopped. Then, the presidency can go ahead and prosecute IC firms they are suspecting of blackmail. We really don't... It's, 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 it's the business of government to prosecute them. The right thing for Pantami to do is to resign and answer to the crimes that he committed. Because the Nigeria Terrorism Prevention Amendment Act 2013 is clear on this in Section 5. It is an offense punishable by 20-year prison term. Citing immaturity is, not, is also not a defense because he said those things when he was well over 30 years of age. Saying it was views held in the past is same as saying that crimes committed in the past should be forgiven. And in fact, all crimes committed are in the past. So should we now open our prisons? The APC, as a political party, disguised as a Northern and Southwest alliance, while in real essence, it is clear to Nigerians that they carefully gathered religious extremists across the country to form a government that is led by people who seek to establish a Sharia state in Nigeria. And by keeping their radical Sheikh Pantami in a sensitive ministry, like communications ministry, which controls all citizens' information data, Nigeria might be listed as state sponsors of terrorism along with other designated terrorist governments across the world and we may be placed on international economic sanctions that we will all suffer. We must not let this group of extremists toss our constitution aside. Nigeria is a secular state and would never be an Islamic state. Well, I would say that Nigeria is a country of absurdities, basically. I mean, I honestly don't think that we understand the grievous issues that we are playing with, I mean, in regards with... Um, um, to Mr. Pantami, a man who has over time shown that he's a religious extremist who has no regard for women and people of other faiths. I mean, it, it is actually an unfortunate turn of events, especially given the history of Nigeria and the current security challenges the country is battling. We do not, and I think, and I repeat that, we do not fully understand the implications of having someone like Pantami in public office, let alone understand the grave consequences that are in him or his continued stay in office, despite the weighty allegations of religious extremism, intolerance, and sympathy for Islamic terrorists. It is also worthy of note that the said man has not denied these allegations. Instead, all he has done, basically, is make excuses for himself as to why, as to why he is a supporter of terrorism, especially against people of other faith. I cannot even believe that we are, at this point, debating the sack and prosecution of Minister Pantani. In any sane society, the minister would have been relieved of his duties, pending proper interrogation and investigation. The allegations against him are too weighty to be ignored. It is also unfortunate that the presidency was not even embarrassed enough to dissociate itself from Pantan. President who has spent six years fighting terrorists actually took side with a known terror affiliate. I remember that some years ago, 
Kemi Adunyoshun was booted out of office, Ministry of Finance, over allegations of forgery on her NYC certificate. Despite making excuses for the forgery, she was sacked by the president. The same swiftness with which the president asked Kemi to leave is what is requested to make sure Pantam is sacked and handed over to authorities for further action. I know that this government does not care about optics or perceptions, but one thing I do know is that there are serious implications for Nigeria and the international community. There are allegations of the minister causing actions that have taken lives of Christians, and we are here debating whether it should be sacked or not. I mean, that's, that's really ridiculous. This nation, as far as I'm concerned, is a nation of absurdities. And I have to say that I'm so ashamed to identify with it, honestly. I mean, with, in the light of recent revelation that the serving minister has links with not just local but international terrorists, if we know what is good for us, uh, I think the presidency should take the responsibility for this mess and do what any sensible group of people would do. And if the presidency continues to shield Bantami from justice, it can be said that the Nigerian government is also a sponsor of religious extremism and by proxy terrorism. So I really see no point fighting Boko Haram when one of them is actually sitting on the Federal Executive Committee meetings with the president at the presidential villa. In light of the endorsement of extremism littered all over Pantami's past preaching, shouldn't Nigerians be concerned that someone with that sort of baggage is a serving federal minister? As Nigeria is still in the throes of battle with terrorism and insurgency, should a public servant who once held sympathetic views with these terrorists be allowed to remain in office? Is an apology really enough to reassure Nigerian citizens and regain public trust? Those are the questions yet to be answered. Thank you for listening to Beyond the News. You can follow us on all social media platforms at Newswire NGR on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Stay in touch for breaking news on www.newswirengr.com.